Welcome to TV Times 3, episode 323. On this episode, we've got lots and lots and lots of cancellation and renewal news. And then we'll be talking about recent episodes of Game of Thrones, Grimm, Jane the Virgin, and Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Plus, we've got some TV recommendations at the end. You can find the full show notes with start times for each segment at tvtimes3.com slash 323. I'm Jason the TV Holic from tvholic.com. I'm Kyle Nolan from noreruns.net. And joining us this week, we have Claire Gundell from tvwithatwist.com. Thanks for joining us, Claire. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being hat. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. With that, we'll jump right into the news, which is so much stuff happened <laughs> last week. Is like, hey, it's upfront. We're going to announce our new schedule, so we finally have to make some decisions on our old stuff, and we're going to dump it all out in the last couple of days of the week before we make those announcements. But before we get to those, a couple of things from cable. Uh, Freeform has canceled Recovery Road. Uh, after uh, 10 episodes. I don't even know what that was, so... so that won't be coming back. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, they are not going to be able to recover. Okay. Maybe they all did recover. Or maybe they, they did. did. I don't know. Ah, oh, so many jokes. <laughs> <laughs> and MTV has canceled Faking It. So uh, after three seasons, I believe. So sorry about that, Ivy. Uh, but <laughs> apparently it's gone. And it's not a joke. It's really, it's really gone. They're they're not faking it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so many bad jokes. It had to be done. <laughs> this is just the beginning. Yes. <laughs> Strap on your seatbelts, people. <laughs> all right. Now to all the big announcements where we finally have heard about everything except for Limitless but oh. <laughs> so far. Uh, but starting with ABC, they canceled Castle, The Family, Gallivant, Marvel's Agent Carter, The Muppets, and Nashville while renewing American Crime for a third season, The Catch for a second season, incredibly Dr. Ken for a second <laughs> season, and The Real O'Neills for a second season as well. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so of those, Claire. Uh, what, I mean, <laughs> what are you most disappointed in uh, the cancellations there? I mean, Castle was on its last leg, so I'm not really sad about that. But I am really sad about Marvel's Agent Carter. I feel like that was such a great show, and she's such a great actress. I just loved it so much, so I'm really disappointed. Um, but like, apparently, there's been a petition going around, and like 50. Plus, thousand people have signed it to ask like Netflix to take it. <laughs> so we'll see, even though she has another show coming out. But oh well. well. I'd like to see them cut a deal to at least put the two seasons on there and then they could get their stats running on it and go, oh, wait, there are a lot of people uh, watching this. Yeah, because that show was really hard to find to catch up on. And they only, ABC only put it up like I think a couple weeks before the show premiered and then they took it down. So. You only, you know, for free at least. Um, but, oh, well. Plus, who knows, by the time they're ready to pick it up, her other show might be canceled <laughs> and she'll no, be free again. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, how about you, Kyle? Uh, the ones I'm most disappointed in uh, that are gone are Gallivant. I thought that was great, but it had a perfect ending, so 
I have no complaints about that. And I had no, no, ho- no real idea that it was actually going to get a magical third season. So that's, yeah. that's fine. It already got uh, the Mar- magical second season. Yes. <laughs> well, they sort of forced their hand ending in a cliffhanger. <laughs> so I'm glad that got a second season. Uh, I also enjoyed Marvel's Mar- Mar- agent Carter <laughs> and, uh, like I, I thought that was even better in its second season, so I'm disappointed that's not coming back. And the Muppets, I actually enjoyed it right from the start. Like I didn't think it needed to be retooled, but uh, apparently others didn't like it as much, so it's gone. But hopefully they'll find a way to come back soon. Yeah, for me, pretty much Agent Carter uh, is the one. I mean, is the one I'd most of those cancellations I'd most like to see back. But it wasn't necessarily like. It was one of those that I'd already sort of, you know, sort of like mourned its loss like a long time ago, so to speak, because <laughs> you kind of figured like it wasn't going to get like a miracle third season necessarily, yeah. because for whatever reason, which I don't get, it was better in its second season and it has, it's sort of set apart from anything else. So you don't necessarily need to w- watch anything else in the MCU, you know, type of thing to... <laughs> Uh, to enjoy it, and you always hear how much people like that character from the Captain America movies, and you're just like, but then why didn't they watch your show? Like, if if there's such a huge fan base for this character out out there, why did they not watch in some somewhere? You know, so I don't know. Disappointed in that, kind of, I guess, kind of glad that Castle is canceled. I I love anything that that happens where. All of a sudden, there's a fan campaign to cancel a series <laughs> where they were there was talk of bringing it back, but without, you know, Stana Kotick or uh, I'm blanking her name that plays Lainey. Mm-hmm. You know, they were going to and they were going to sort of retool the show somehow. Yet, given, you know, where the show is now, it, w- it seemed like really weird that if all of a sudden his wife didn't ever appear on the show. Unless she uh, doesn't make it through tonight's, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or originally wasn't going to make it. Apparently, they filmed two endings, so yeah, they will be using the happy ending. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then that would just be dumb too. Like if that's the way you're going to go out after all this time is is you're going to do something like that. That would be that would be kind of bizarre, uh, especially in a show that's supposed to be sort of fun. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, absolutely. I it lost its fun years ago. <laughs> yeah. But if you actually took out the lead actress that was married to the lead actor, and then the next season he was supposed to be this happy-go-lucky, <laughs> like fun yeah. guy investigating yeah. cases. I mean, that seems that that seems pretty morbid, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah. So instead of the you know, you know, sort of the fan campaign, there was like the the cancel castle <laughs> fan campaign, which is, uh, that's pretty funny of uh, the stuff that got picked up. I'm actually kind of glad that the catch got picked up for a second season. Uh, yeah. I was surprised because when I saw the original pilot, um, I really liked it. And then when I watched the new pilot, I didn't love it as much. And something is happening with like Peter Cross's face. That's like, I don't know if he got a little lift or something's going on. But so the first episode, I was so distracted by his face that I couldn't pay attention to the show. And then I finally kept watching it. But I'm actually enjoying it, surprisingly. Um, It's better than I thought it was going to be. Although I don't know how well 
it's doing in the ratings. Yeah, I don't – yeah, well, I think it's not doing as well as obviously that they may have hoped, you know, following right. Scandal and taking over for How to Get Away with Murder. But I enjoy it. I think it's kind of fun – even though there seems like somebody gets shot in the head in every episode. Uh, but the sort of, I don't know, sort of leverage type feel to it of the these different cons, you know, taking place. And uh, on that level, I think it's, it's kind of interesting and, you know, they're twisting it around. And so I've been enjoying it. So I'm glad it got picked up, even though I, I, was, I was sort of surprised because everywhere you looked, it sounded like it was one of the ones that was like, least likely to get picked up but i think it might have been one of those shondaland package deals like if you also keep the catch we'll give you a sweet new we'll give you a little bit better deal on this new show uh, that you're thinking about picking up or something like that plus they're doing a few less episodes of scandal next season and so they probably need you know an extra thing or two around to fill up some time <laughs> so i don't know that's uh that's enough about abc we'll move on to cbs uh, which has canceled CSI Cyber, so there is no more CSI on... Thank God. <laughs> when they picked that up for a second season, I was like, God, they'd just be better off just keeping the other one for another season, like the original. Like, it's yeah. it's so much of a better show. Uh, and then they also canceled a Rush Hour, and then on the other side of things have renewed Code Black for a second season, Criminal Minds Beyond Borders for a second season, The Odd Couple for a third season, and Life in Pieces for a second season, and Undercover Boss for Undercover Boss, yeah, Undercover Boss for an eighth season. <laughs> How and, are people uh, still fooled <laughs> by that show? Like eight even years, like that show. You still how can know. you not? Oh wait, that kind of looks like the CEO, but he's got a mustache <laughs> and a mullet, so it can't be. Well, some of them are like they seem to be going with. Even, I don't know, like smaller businesses, you know, not huge, like some of the huge businesses that they used to be, you know, used to be doing. I mean, like I couldn't pick the CEO of UPS out of a lineup. <laughs> so like he he could all of a sudden show up in a warehouse and start moving boxes. And I wouldn't know. I wouldn't necessarily know the difference. So, you know, it, I think it's still possible that they that they could do that. But some of the but some of the businesses I've seen that they had. It seems like somebody, like somebody would have known, you know, like somebody would have picked up on it. Plus, you got cameras there. You got someone with a sob story. <laughs> like, you know what's going on. You have to know what's going on. So, Claire, of any of those or any of those you're happy to see back or? I mean, so like, <laughs> uh, first of all, I didn't even know The Odd Couple was already on for two seasons. I thought it was only one, <laughs> so I had no idea. So, yay, Matthew Perry. Um, I like Code Black, but I like a lot of not-so-great TV shows. <laughs> kind of, like, fun to have on in the background. But I like it. It's enjoyable, and I like everyone in it. Um, so, I mean, I'll keep watching it. But none of the other shows I watch or care about. Uh, so, really, I have no thoughts. <laughs> how, about, how about you, Kyle? <laughs> yeah, so, so for me, it's really only life in pieces out of that group. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Rush Hour, I liked the pilot, but I never got around to watching it. Same with Code Black. Uh, and 
and odd couple i could take or leave i have like all of this season sitting on my tivo unwatched oh. so <laughs> that says something we're gonna have like <laughs> i know we're gonna have to have it we're gonna have an intervention <laughs> kyle can't delete sitcoms a tivo, a TiVo intervention yes that's a. Uh... We'll just we'll pin you down at ATX yeah. and uh, <laughs> take take my iPad and delete yeah, them remotely. That's right. get, oh, get on the app. Thank you for telling just... us that it's on your iPad that we could do it from there. Good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, make a note. That's right. A remote intervention. <laughs> it's like okay, Claire, I'll, I'll you wait, distract I'll Kyle. I'll see Jason like in the hotel room, like on my iPad. What are you doing? Uh, nothing. <laughs> uh, just check my email. <laughs> funny yeah so yeah code black was fine you know i just for me i just wasn't into like medical shows at like this last season so i was like oh that's good but all right i wasn't ever like "Ooh, i wonder what's happening on code black tonight yeah. like that never like <laughs> crossed my mind or you get back and you, you look at the dvr you're like oh code black oh i better watch yeah. i want to see what happened on that that tonight yeah for me, it pretty much life in pieces for the most part. I really like the first season of that show. I think they do a really good job, and so I'm glad uh, that'll be back. Not really a surprise, just a surprise of how long it took them to announce that it was going to be back because it was like the top-rated comedy on broadcast. So it's like, really? <laughs> well, of of the new stuff, top-rated yeah, yeah, new yeah. comedy, and so you're like, how do you not bring back the top-rated new comedy? <laughs> how is that not going to happen? Uh, and then I I like the Odd Couple. I mean, it sort of fits in with the with I mean, still watching Big Bang Theory. So just sort of watch usually just watch whatever's after that. So like <laughs> uh, record most of the of the CBS comedy stuff. But but mostly for the Odd Couple, I just uh, think it'll be kind of interesting that there's the possibility that you could have Matthew Perry and Matt LeBlanc on CBS. You could put their shows back to back because apparently they picked up a, a sitcom starry Matt LeBlanc. So, so that could be uh, that could be interesting. <laughs> Everybody likes their friends, so <laughs> to keep track of what they're doing. <laughs> All right, move on to Fox, or actually, CW. Uh, the CW there first <laughs> can't can't skip over the CW because so they, much. <laughs> yeah. Because they quote unquote canceled containment, <laughs> even though it was only going to be one season. But so that's not going to be back for a second season, even though apparently they had an idea of what they could do in a second season. But the biggest news is that Supergirl has been picked up for a second season, but it will now be on uh, the CW. So, yeah, that's where, which is where it probably like should have been the whole time. I don't know. I mean, I liked the show, but I felt like when you were watching it, even though it's the same special effects team like The Flash has, it didn't look as good. And probably because most of that $3 million budget is going to Calista Plucker. But um, I don't know. I just I kind of dropped off towards the end, but I heard that I should go back and finish it, that it got better. So I'm excited. I, I thought think... it was pretty good. Yeah. I, I enjoyed the first season. I just think it's interesting. You know, everybody talks about how it it should have probably been on the CW to begin with, which maybe given how they, you know, the stuff that they were doing, you know, the other DC comic shows and stuff like that. But I think it's going to be interesting that when it does go over to the CW, 
while there was seven to or so million people watching it live, that is not going to happen on the CW. Yeah. In the second season, and you're gonna, and it always it'll be strange because it'll just be like it's just a different channel, like you you can't right. just flip over. I think they I think they should put it on at Monday at eight o'clock, <laughs> like <laughs> so that it's in the same time period at least or something. Yeah. And just pop up a reminder at the bottom of the CBS screen yeah. if you're looking for Supergirl. <laughs> it, turn, to your, <laughs> turn to your local CW, and then a bunch of people will be like, what? CW. CW. What the heck is CW? <laughs> so yeah, it'll it'll be interesting to see what type of ratings, considering that I guess if you count the DVR numbers and online views and stuff like that, that may have got upwards to like 10 million a week mm-hmm. watching it, you know, uh, even towards the end, you know, even though the, the ratings dropped off from the beginning. Uh, so what, Arrow and Flash, like maybe... If you count all that type of stuff, maybe get five on a really yeah. good week. So that'll be interesting to see, like, what kind of numbers it can draw over to the CW in its second season. You know, if it drops down to be, you know, something like that, you, it's just sort of weird, like, what counts as a hit on a, on each network. <laughs> right. So I don't know. We'll see. But at least it's going to be back. So that's that's what I'm happy about is that it, that it was going to be back because – it seemed like it was going to be back, and then all of a sudden there was like all these stories about they're in big negotiations about whether it's going to be back or not, and so yeah, that's that's good news there, and the possibility of having you could have Supergirl on Mondays, The Flash on Tuesdays, Arrow on Wednesdays, and Legends of Tomorrow on Thursday. Seems like a pretty solid week to me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, and it's just like a, you know DC all the time. All right, we move on to Fox, which announced cancellations for Border Town, Cooper Barrett's Guide to Surviving Life, which apparently doesn't work. Because <laughs> no one knew what that show was. <laughs> uh, also, Grandfathered, The Grinder, and Second Chance. There's a Second Chance joke there, but I'll just leave it alone. Uh, <laughs> and then on the other side of things, the have renewed Sleepy Hollow for a fourth season. So of all of that stuff, uh, the one I'm most disappointed in is The Grinder. Even though I know nobody was watching it, it was still like the best thing uh, on TV. But I think it also uh, is was the type of show that TV geeks would be interested in because it was lampooning TV within, you know, and more specifically like lawyer shows and stuff like that. But uh, so I think TV critics and bloggers and podcasters and reviewers and stuff like that might have had a, more of a an affinity for the show than maybe others did. But still, so creative and so sad to like see uh, see that one go. And then on the other side of things, so weird that Sleepy Hollow is going to be back. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I I feel bad because I didn't watch any of those shows on Fox and everyone was like, I think everyone I knew was pretty like much rooting and loving like grandfathered and especially the grinder. So a lot of my friends will now have one less show to watch, I guess, but Oh, well, but sleepy hollow. I still don't understand like whatsoever. <laughs> like, <laughs> at all. They're having one less major character on the show. It's just going to be like Tom eyes on like the whole time. Yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> 
with that one, so much behind the scenes stuff or what have you, you know, creates the situation that they that they end up in. But then so much sort of like backlash because now one of the things that people liked you know, from the beginning of the show, I always find this interesting is is a creator, you know, creators of a TV show or, you know, and the people behind it or the network where they don't seem to realize what it is that people like about the show. And so they thought that what people liked was all the weird mysteries and twists. And really what it was, was the relationship between the two leads and how they dealt with those things. And then, so in the second season, they split up the pair of people that you liked, you know, that was the thing you liked about the show. And then people didn't like the show uh, and they seemed to be surprised. You know, they've also gone through like a gazillion different like showrunners for the show. Yeah. Uh, and now, you know, you have one of the leads is gone and they're going to have to, you know, find somebody else to pair him up with or and I don't know. Are they hoping that there will be some sort of like curiosity factor that people will tune in just to see like what, you know, what they've come up with or something? Uh, but just sort of a bizarre just sort of a bizarre thing all all around of, with that show. It's such a breakout, like fantastic first season that lost its way so badly. Totally, totally agree. <laughs> when that when that pilot came out, I think like everybody was so pumped, and it was such like a cool looking show that everyone wanted to watch. And then after the first season, it just like really went downhill, and it just wasn't the same. Yeah, it went. It went from like it went from like you know reading a description of the show to like oh that sounds dumb <laughs> to to actually yeah. seeing what they did with it and going oh that looks interesting <laughs> and then the show being sort of a fun romp for the first season and then like I said them not realizing like what it was that people enjoyed about the first season and completely ruined it and talk about a, a sophomore slump yeah. <laughs> It yeah. was it was pretty bad. And I thought they actually partway through the season had sort of righted the ship and then whatever the behind the scenes stuff just apparently ruined that <laughs> that potential for the show and yeah, so the idea that it's coming back, I don't know. I I guess I'll be the one that's the curious one to just that'll tune in to the first episode of season four just to like see. Oh, I'll but be I checking it out <laughs> if I ever catch if I ever catch up with the fi- with the rest of season three. So, no, did you say you were going to check it out, or you were checking out? Of <laughs> no, no, I will check it out. Okay, I will not be checking. I've already put in two and a half seasons. I'll finish out the third season oh, eventually. God. Yeah, that's not if I delete it off your DVR. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's not Mulaney bad. That's still only like. Three months. You better, you better watch it before ATX or, or pa- password protect your iPad. He <laughs> does have a password, so. But I'll, I'll it, you can use a thumbprint, so I'll feel my thumb being forced onto the onto the iPad. Do you have a pet at all? No. <laughs> um, it's a number. Yeah. It's a number. Yeah, that's a yeah yeah. Kyle, what's a uh, <laughs> what's your pet's that's name? Your birthday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what's your birthday? It's your favorite number. <laughs> you got a favorite color, Kyle? <laughs> it's six 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 thirteen thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> For Sleepy Hollow. 
But I, I also did enjoy Second Chance, but I had uh, I knew that it was not going to get a second chance. Based <laughs> yes. on the I, I feel bad. I don't even know. Wait, wasn't that called something else? It was called the Frankenstein, Frankenstein Code. Code. Oh, right. Yeah. And before that, I think it was called something else, too. <laughs> I think Second well, I did... Chance was like its third name. Yeah. Uh, and I did see some news along with this, like some sites actually confirm with Fox that uh, that uh, Minority Report was canceled. Like, <laughs> I think everyone pretty much assumed that. I think we do. But, uh, but yeah, it's nice to get official word. Yeah. Okay, and then uh, lastly, with all the announcements, uh, NBC announced uh, cancellations of Crowded, uh, Game of Silence, Heartbeat, The Mysteries of Laura, and Undateable. And then renewed the Carmichael show for a third season. So happy about the Carmichael show. I really <laughs> like that show. <laughs> sort of disapp- disappointed about Undateable, but not surprised because even though the live season was fun, there was nobody watching it on on uh, on Friday night. So, but none of the rest of the stuff, you know, sort of surprised that Mysteries of Laura got a second season. So not surprised that it didn't make it to a third NBC figured out the mystery that <laughs> shouldn't be on the air. <laughs> Although apparently um, it ended in a cliffhanger, so. Damn it. Although it seems like a really weird spot that we'll talk about this a little bit more in a second, but apparently blind spot's going to be in that time slot on on Wednesdays come come the fall, which seems like a really sort of weird swap out. Like, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> One's happy. Happy mysteries and ones well, like very dark. Well, it almost fits with like the other shows they have on the night you know, with SVU and Chicago PD, uh, you know, but it's true. But yet it still seems like a weird I guess it's like that still that sort of old school thing. It seems like a really weird show to have at eight o'clock, you know, the, yeah. the quote unquote family hour. But yeah, not surprised at really any of the cancellations. I'm sad about Undateable. I really enjoyed that show, and, and especially going to the tapings was so fun. But, yeah, I don't know who was really sitting at home on a Friday night watching them. <laughs> yeah, or, <laughs> or, or watching it. Yeah, or watching it later. It wasn't. Yeah. But, yeah, it was always fun. But on the other side, at least there are three, even if they're short seasons, there was three seasons of that. Yeah. It's not like they just killed it. They did keep trying. And they gave it plenty of chances. So, like, after three seasons and uh, I think they're, I want to say, you know, 30-something episodes. Yeah. That's a I'm, pretty good That's a pretty good run to see that, hey, <laughs> nobody's so, nobody's watching this. So <laughs> yeah, gonna... I mean, they only gave Mulaney one, one season. Stop, like stop bringing Mulaney back, okay? <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, glad that they finally worked out whatever for 13 episodes of the Carmichael show to bring that back. I think that is a really good show. I mean, it definitely has a format to it. If, you know, something happens, it causes the family to debate an issue. But it's a really funny debate. Uh, and the discussions are always are always fun. And so I'm glad that that one's coming back. Uh, so that's all the... You know, the onslaughts of cancellations, <laughs> pretty much, I think pretty much everything has been announced except for Limitless, unless something came out while we were recording. 
I am dying. I need them to renew Limitless so badly. I mean, they kind of ended it on like an okay note. Like if it weren't to come back, I wouldn't be like, ugh, what happens to Brian and his sweaters and all of it? Um, but I'm really into the sweaters. But um, I don't know. I, I, I think it's such a great show and it's so fun and the visual like comedy is like hilarious. Um so fingers crossed. We'll yeah. see what happens. Yeah, I hope hope that one that one comes back because yeah, they seem to be setting something up for like a a bigger thing, and then they cleaned it up at the end of the season, which I was kind of surprised. But then I was also like, uh, okay, yeah, this sort of works. I'm I'm okay with this because <laughs> I'm a big proponent of a of a season should have an arc and tell a story, so that if for some reason it doesn't continue on you at least get you feel like there's some there was some worth watching it like you got a full story but not you know necessarily something that obviously it doesn't close it off that there's not going to be more mysteries in new york city to solve you know like going forward uh so it's it doesn't shut that off completely but it kind of gave the season a good arc and so i end up being kind of glad to see that even if kind of surprised but like you said uh, of all the shows that were sort of out there that hadn't been announced, while we had talked about things like, you know, Agent Carter and and stuff like that that I would have liked to have seen back, stuff that I was really hoping would come back were like The Grinder and Limitless. Like those were at the top of the list of things that I thought might have a shot. Yeah. Even though, uh, like, since The Grinder got so much sort of buzz about it, at least from TV critics and stuff like that, it's I thought it might be one that. They would, you know, Fox would want to keep around maybe to try and do something with, or you know, maybe the grinder can, you know, move over and uh, and hook up with the Mindy Project on on Hulu or something. That seems to be <laughs> that's a good place for comedies that are not quite making it on Fox to go. Right, is over to Hulu. But yeah, so hopefully, hopefully we'll hear we're I mean, we'll definitely hear by what is it Wednesday that CBS does there. Yeah. Yeah. So at least by Wednesday of this week or the day that this podcast gets released, hopefully we will then officially know they will have come out and said. And so lastly, just briefly uh, talk a little bit about, we do have uh, Fox and NBC have announced their uh, their fall schedules. And so Fox will have uh, Bob's Burgers, followed by The Simpsons, new show Zorn, and then Family Guy and Last Man on Earth on Sundays, Gotham and Lucifer on Mondays, Brooklyn Nine-Nine and New Girl, followed by Scream Queens on Tuesdays. New show Lethal Weapon, followed by Empire on Wednesdays. Rosewood and Bones, the team-up I thought should have happened this season, uh, on Thursdays. Who is watching Rosewood? Like, who? Anybody? I never even watched the pilot. I, know. Watched shows I, I watched, watched like 10 minutes and I was over it. <laughs> I've been watching the whole time. No, you haven't. I have. I've watched every episode. Oh, my God. I don't know. I like these weird buddy cop, not a cop shows. These, uh, they, that, I don't know. I found it sort of enjoyable. It's that show that you could just sort of put on and watch. You don't have to be, you know, completely, you don't have to be, like, glued to the screen like Jane the Virgin or something. Right. uh, To to get what's going on. But, uh, and then... Uh, the shows that sound like they go together but are completely different on Fridays is Hell's Kitchen and The Exorcist. <laughs> that's, that's Maybe right. they'll get they'll get him to guest star in The Exorcist. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, why are they putting 
having the exorcist on Friday night to start. That seems like not the best. Yeah, I don't know. I, maybe they are looking at, you know, like something like Grimm has done well on NBC, you know, some sort of, you know, genre type of piece. Those things sort of work on Fridays. Uh, so I don't know. Maybe they're going there. Seemed like it would have been better to put Scream Queens with The Exorcist or something. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, but I do like the idea of a Hell's Kitchen, The Exorcist <laughs> crossover episode. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> And then Fox will have uh, college football on Saturdays. And then NBC will have Sunday night football on Sundays. They will have The Voice, followed by new show Timeless on Mondays. The Voice, followed by new show This Is Us and Chicago Fire on Tuesdays. Blindspot, Law and Order SVU and Chicago PD on Wednesdays. Superstore and new show The Good Place, followed by Chicago Med and Blacklist on Thursdays. And then uh, Caught on Camera with uh, Nick Cannon, followed by Grimm, and then Dateline on Fridays, and then Dateline Saturday Night Mystery and SNL Encores on Saturday. But so far, with what we've seen of Fox and NBC, it seems like everybody's holding things (laughs) until 2017. Everybody's got a ton of new shows, but they're only launching like three new things in the fall. Yeah. uh, And have just... You know, like for Fox, they've got, you know, the 24 legacy, you know, sort of reboot and and uh, prison break and stuff like that. Plus a whole slew of new shows and comedies that they're like holding off into the and the same thing with uh, NBC is they're launching, you know, only three new shows in the in the fall. Uh, Timeless looks interesting just because I'm a sucker for time travel stuff. I agree. I think that trailer looks really cool. Um, and I really like the cast. Yeah. Was, uh, was that the one with Lem from, from uh, what's it called, uh, Better Off Ted? Or am I thinking of a different one? I never saw Better Off Ted. Uh, no, I don't know. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's Abigail Spencer and uh, as the, uh, you know, the historian and uh, I'm forgetting who else was in it. But Ron Viznik from ER. Yeah, that's right. And... Uh, as sort of the oh, and Matt Lanter from that wonderful CW show <laughs> that I can't remember. That was two seasons. Oh, Starcross. Starcross. Yes. Come on, everybody. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I must be think. I must be thinking of one of the other <laughs> time travel shows. Yeah, probably. <laughs> and, and for fans of Starcross, there's a show coming up on ABC called Still Starcross, not a sequel. Oh, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, not a sequel. No. Uh, t- to that. It is a sequel to Romeo and Juliet, but not, but not to Starcross. Yes. Uh, so yeah, Timeless looks interesting. Uh, this is Us. Looks like it has a pretty solid cast, and potentially some interesting stories. But somehow these disparate groups of people that they show in the trailer, their stories are supposed to intertwine somehow, but they don't show inter- any intertwining in the <laughs> yeah in the trailer, and so it made me wonder like. Until I read the description, I was like, what is this? We're just going to get a show that shows – that's showing like three dramatic stories. But oh, I was going to say like 15 different people. Whatever. Yeah, but they, it, seemed that, it seemed that there was like at least three or maybe four like specific ones. Yeah. Uh, but they didn't seem to have anything <laughs> to do. So, I mean, I suppose you'll have to wait and see like an actual episode to see what that is. 
I felt yeah. like they told you a lot in the trailer. I was like, well, I've seen this show already. Yeah. Like, That's how I feel <laughs> with most of these trailers. When like, yeah. it's like the episode cut down to three or four minutes. Yeah. And it, supposedly, a lot of times, it's like the best three or four minutes until you're like, okay, so... <laughs> So this twenty-one minute comedy, we just saw the we just saw the three minutes of the really funny stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then uh, speaking of comedies, then NBC has the Good Place, uh, which you know Ted Danson and uh, Kristen Bell. Yeah, Kristen Bell. I mean, the cast looks good. I mean, it's, it's like, like picture like Parks and Rec. Like I love those yeah. shows. So but I, I didn't like... really, yeah. But I didn't like really get it. Like I yeah. like. It seemed like uh, one of those, like, she feel, she realizes that she's, I guess, not supposed to be there. Yeah. Shouldn't somebody else figure that out at some point? And she has the same name. Like, <laughs> they're just going off the name. And is it, is it, I don't understand what's going to happen for an entire season, like, of her just being like, whoops, not supposed to be here. And then what? Like, is that it? I don't get it. I don't know. And now that she's dead, she be- actually becomes a better person. But in the afterlife, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't really. I didn't think about it too much. It just looked funny. (laughs) Well, ultimately, like, that'll be the, that'll be the case. Like, if you watch an episode and if it's funny and there's not too much of that type of stuff where it just pulls me out of it, where I start thinking about things, uh, where it just doesn't make sense. And I can't get like over that because every once in a while there's a show where there's just something in it where. Everything else about the show is perfectly fine, but I can't get over like this one thing, so I can't uh-huh. buy it. Like I can't, I can't buy going forward. Like what's happening, even if it is funny. So, so yeah, that's that's the new shows that are going to be in the fall uh, for NBC and then Fox. Like I said, uh, Zorn and Lethal Weapon and The Exorcist. So far, the only trailer I got a chance to see since they dropped those right before we were about to record was uh, Lethal Weapon, which actually looked pretty good, you know, in that sort of minute and a half or so trailer. Or no, actually, it was like a three-minute trailer. So, like, uh, in, in like three minutes, it basically gives you, I don't know, most of the like the high points of the first episode. It actually looked pretty good. And, you know, Damon Wayans could be you know will be i'm sure will bring a lot of the funny uh and they have jordana brewster's also in the show and uh, so the cast looks pretty good it at least from the trailer uh, i'm interested in seeing it uh zorn i've only seen pictures of it and it's supposed to be some sort of animated real uh, hybrid like, Just seeing the pictures, I have zero interest in watching that show. Is Zorn basically some sort of a He-Man type character from somewhere? That's what it looked like. <laughs> it almost, from the picture, it, I thought it was him like in therapy, but I don't even know if that's <laughs> what it's about. I didn't even read the description. It just looked horrible from the photo. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, it, and interesting to go, you know, of melding, you know, uh, real life characters and actors with you know, animated characters for a, a TV show. Cause that's, uh, I mean, you think it's, there's a long lead time to put together, you know, just an animated show just to do the animation. You now got to film stuff in such a way and then add in the animation later. Well, they did have Homer answering questions live on TV <laughs> last night, so it can be done. Uh, so yeah, that, that seems, 
I don't know. We'll see about that. And then The Exorcist, eh, I don't know. It sort of falls in line with uh, Damien and Bates Motel and stuff like this that fall into that similar genre. <laughs> but they have the benefit of being on cable. Yeah. That's the problem. Like, you're on network TV. What are you really going to do? Yeah, it does seem like it should be on Monday nights on A&E. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. With oh. those others. So, so yeah, I, that's that's the weird thing about that one. Although is, they had Gina Davis in that, wasn't she? Uh, I don't know. I haven't even seen anything about that one. Just that it was going, just that it got picked up and it's going to be on. But yeah, that one sort of seems like, hey, some of these type of shows are doing well on cable, but what is considered well on cable is not what we consider well <laughs> on a broadcast network. So, but we're going to pick this up anyways. I don't know. We'll see what happens there. I'm a big proponent of waiting to actually see, you know, a show before you make an actual judgment on it. Because a lot of things sound dumb. Yeah. Uh, like we were talking about earlier, Sleepy Hollow. Anybody like, <laughs> and, and the talk of that show, the mention of it, everybody was like, this sounds just completely stupid. But then it turned out to be in its first season really good. Uh, so you know, you never know. That's that's the schedule so far. Uh, we have the CW, CBS, and ABC yet this week to announce their schedules, and we'll be talking about those on uh, next week's podcast. And with that, we'll move on from our epic news segment to the prime time segment, where it's sort of a weird time to be talking about shows because Every time you decide to talk about a show, you you record, you pick a certain day, you record, you talk about them, but new episodes of those shows come out before the ep before the podcast comes out, and that always happens. But at this time of year, we're going to be talking about Jane the Virgin, Marvel's Agents of Shield, and Grimm, <laughs> where this week is their season finales, and so we'll be talking about the. You know, the season so far up until the season finale and then putting the podcast out the same week that their finales air. And so, uh, but, you know, what can you do? On the other hand, we'll be talking about Game of Thrones that just aired the night before. Oh, my God. So first up, Jane the Virgin, season two, episode 21, chapter 43. And we'll start with you, Claire. What are you thinking about this season of Jane the Virgin so far and what's been going on here recently? Uh, so the season, the beginning, I mean, I love this show so much. Like, I think it's just such a fantastic show. Um, but this season was a little, like, I'm just glad that Jane has finally officially committed to, well, although, but maybe not in this now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know, I just, I can't do this back and forth anymore. And like every week I feel like I debate with my friends, like, who should we pick, you know? And I just... It's crazy, and um, but I love it so much. Um, I don't know. It's it's. I feel like we need to. It seems just unbelievable that all these things, so many bad things, can happen to this one group of people, and like the fact that now Raphael has like a long lost half brother, and that he's in cahoots with Mooder, and that like it's just like it's crazy to me. So, but uh, I don't know. I'm still loving it, and now I can't wait. To find out what happens. And then they find the mom in the hotel next door, like chained up. So who's he working for? Oh, my God. I have so many questions. <laughs> People yeah. listen to this. are like, we already know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, so, it's so interesting with all, all the different stuff. I mean, we even had the, 
you know, the one professor this last week or the week before or whatever be like, uh, I don't know, Jane, if we're going to have you back because drama just seems to follow you wherever you go. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and then they did like the montage of all the things that happened. Yeah, and, and that's like, just, yep. the, yeah, that's just the stuff that happened at the school. Like yeah. <laughs> that's not even all the stuff that's happened. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Also, have you noticed that there's been like more and more target placements throughout the episodes. <laughs> yes, it's I did just, notice the bags one day. It's getting like out of control. Like when they like I get that there's a sponsorship or ad whatever is involved in the deal, but like it's so forced now and you know anytime they plan any party that they're going to target. Like now you just know. <laughs> so, so I would be fine with it if like they just came home and they put down the bag and it's at an angle or something. Yeah. But when you have the bag propped up so it's perfectly faced towards yeah. the camera and you see that target yeah. on it, it's <laughs> just ridiculous and overkill. Or when they come in and they're they're carrying the bags and so they're carrying them exactly right so that you can see. It's that type of stuff. You, it. I've always said that there should be more real stuff on TV shows so that it's not always some fake store or, or generic product. I like product my Let's or, Potato Chips. Yes, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you know, those type of things where you, you know, you can have real cereal boxes and real food things in, in inside of, uh, you know, refrigerators and stuff like that. Uh, and, and if it's a product placement, I'm perfectly fine with that. But, yeah, the, the type of thing where you see them – you know, reach for something, you know, like like grab a beer out of a fridge and then open it up and then hold it perfectly. Yeah. So that the, so that <laughs> like the, it's about to become a commercial. So, yeah. that the, so that you can see what kind of beer that they're holding or, you know, they put it on the table exactly right. Or the camera has to then go buy it, you know, like where <laughs> uh, as the scene ends or something. Uh, those Those type of things sort of. I don't like those. I, I'm fine with product placement. I just don't like those because then they pull you out of the show. I don't like anything that pulls you out of the show that makes you start thinking about something different than like what's going on. Uh, and so I'm perfectly fine if like they're going to go Christmas shopping and they go to Target. Yeah, that, you know that's that's perfect. That's perfectly fine. But but they make it seem so so weird like. It would. I would have been better off like if they were said like we're going Christmas shopping and then they go to Target and right. you see that it's a Target. It's obvious that it's a Target, <laughs> but they don't have to mention how much they love going to Target. That type yeah. of stuff. I had no problem with that Black Friday episode when they did that at Target. To me, that didn't yeah. bug me. Uh, the only thing that bugged me about that was that Michael somehow found a front row parking spot and arrived late. <laughs> <laughs> As in, that was just unrealistic to me and took me out of the episode. Yeah. Uh, I think I mean, I'm I'm I continue to enjoy the show. It, it's a lot of fun. I like the episode a, a few back where they they were doing the you know the silent theme, you know the old silent movies uh, type of thing because Rogelio was doing a Rogelio. Why do I keep calling him Rogelio? I don't, I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> Uh, Rahelio is doing, you know, the his his time jumping show <laughs> uh, that he's doing, and I I like that they, you know, they referenced how people don't, you know, inside the show they asked him if they wanted to put the old timey cards between stuff, and he was like, no, people don't like reading their TV shows, yeah, <laughs> and then this show just has tons of stuff on it for you to for you to read. 
But right now, the the main thing that's bothering me is the whole twin sister thing. Yeah, that's a telenovela. <laughs> and I I totally get how they brought that in with the you know the telenovela trope and how it yeah. it works like every time and stuff. Except I'm having trouble like buying this. Like I don't understand. Like is the sister super smart or? dumb or not quite <laughs> not quite there because all of a sudden she can just go in and mimic her sister like perfectly fine and seems to be you know and then you find out that she's in cahoots with her actual mother for like a for, year for like they a year doing, now which which is crazy because what has she been really doing the last like yeah. year like i don't get it perfecting i'm uh, perfecting what like she hasn't done anything but yeah if if she's like figuring you know like all of a sudden at times she can like be you know, either be this like scared weirdo type of thing, or <laughs> she can completely take over the persona of her sister. Yeah. And people buy it. And then, but then they have a scene where it takes her three hours to write an email. Yeah. Because she doesn't, her... <laughs> because somehow she doesn't know, you know she needs <laughs> no, a check to English dictionary to be able to write an email, but also knows how to use the email perfectly. Right. But it takes her that long to translate and create the email, yet she can then go in and talk perfectly clear. I know. To somebody when her normal speech pattern makes it so easy for Jane to figure out that she was the one that wrote the email. I'm I'm confused as to like what she actually is. I don't understand. See, I liked her so much better when she was like that ditzy idiot. And then I don't like how they've changed her now into like, like you said, it's just confused. Like all of a sudden she can be her sister. I like when there are two completely different characters and they felt like two different characters. Now it just feels like one actress playing both. Well, I'm characters. I'm perfectly fine if she, if, if you were to find out that like that persona was her putting on an act, but then if she's putting on an act, it shouldn't have taken her three hours. Why do we get a scene yeah. of, of it taking of her taking three hours to to write an email? That makes no sense. Uh, and then you know, and then she can't in her normal speech. She she doesn't you know she speaks. You know she hasn't learned English, you know properly. It's a second language, and so she you know has some words out of order that you wouldn't normally do. But then, like I said, when she takes over. And all of a sudden can speak perfectly like her sister, but doesn't use words wrong you know, when she's talking. I don't, that's the type of stuff I don't get. Uh, so I, it, that pulled me out of it. Like I was, I was okay with it. And then in the last couple of episodes, we got these things where now I don't understand the character. I don't understand how it works, like what's going on. Uh, because even when she's talking, you know, to the mother and, She's still talking in broken English and yeah. and stuff. And so. Well, I, I hope we'll find yeah. out like her purpose or what her agenda is. I don't know. Because right now, like, is she just trying to like infiltrate Petra's life? But like for what? Like what? Why is she there? I, I just don't get it. Yeah. Like somehow. Yes. The old switcheroo. Like somehow. <laughs> They're going to kidnap her and swap her in. I don't know. It's it's a. Well, because now you can tell she was starting when she was talking to her mom in jail, she was talking about almost how she is starting to have a crush on Raphael, like herself. Yeah. So 
But we've I, already I, seen her glowing heart when Rob, yeah, Raphael's because, around. So like, I'm fine if she ends up with Raphael. The thing I keep getting sick of is how they keep trying to put Jane back with her. <laughs> like they did that a couple times in the last episode where like she's oh I love you. Yeah. curly about the curly fries <laughs> and then like they're almost holding hands like i'm afraid they're gonna do something bad to michael and then put them back together um because they can't like if she gets married to michael then she's not gonna be jane the virgin anymore and they're gonna rename the are they gonna rename the show or what are they gonna do so oh, they have to I find ways. Sex at some point come on <laughs> <laughs> what so, is, i don't know it's wasn't there something somewhere along the line? I don't remember if it was earlier this season or somewhere where they hint that something about Michael that like we don't know about yet or something I don't uh, or something happens to him. Cause they do that all the time. Like all of a sudden a character will get introduced and they'll be like, uh, but you know, that's not for now type of thing. <laughs> I thought they said something about him, her loving him till the day she died, till the day he died. But I don't know if that means they're going to kill him off or, or what's going to. Oh yeah. Like in the beginning or something like yeah. they said, Oh yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, I know there, it, it, this is the type of show where there's so much has happened that you forget about little things. And it seems like there was something somewhere along the line where, you know, the narrator says something, sort of like oh yeah. but but remember uh but remember this you know sort of type of thing like trying to and i can't re- but i can't remember exactly like what it was uh but the preview of the next week's episode shows them standing at the altar uh so i don't know what if if something's going to happen that causes the wedding not to happen or they make it seem like it's not like you know whatever the priest is like do you jane and she was and she like there's a long pause so i'm unsure like what happens but i mean hopefully it'll be a good episode well we'll find out tonight as we're recording this yeah <laughs> or two nights ago as of the first day you yeah. listen to this <laughs> all right on that note we'll move on to the next show on the list which is marvel's agents of shield uh, season three, episode twenty, Emancipation, uh, and we'll start with you, Kyle. What are you thinking of uh, this season of Agents of Shield and what we've gotten here uh, recently with all of the uh, Inhumans or some of the Inhumans being taken over by Hive? I've, I, in general, I've kind of lost interest in this whole storyline of him having his like inhuman slaves and all of that stuff and first i'd just like to mention that i hate how the show <laughs> makes people see the latest marvel movie the huh. weekend it comes out <laughs> yeah or absolutely. else get spoiled <laughs> because they do it every time for this like the one that that lands at the first week of may yeah they, they always do that so um well, but i, mean, I had yeah. seen it but yeah <laughs> Had you seen it or you hadn't seen yeah, it? Yeah, no, I have. I just mean like it's it's all part of like it's so crazy because that whole team over there, the writers are basically like just whatever Marvel films are doing, they have to like approve and do like say yes to and they'll do it in the show. So it sort of sucks that I totally didn't even think about that, that you now have to see those movies before you watch I mean, the show because they totally spoil so many things. Oh yeah, they spoil so many things, but I mean, granted, they do they did a good job of integrating that into the episode and the yeah. and the theme of the episode. But I just find it annoying that you're forced to see something opening weekend, or else it's yeah. like a threat. But I guess you could have just saved up because I mean, the finale's this week. You could just 
save yeah. them on your DVR. But you but, should I have mean, gone and seen the movie. Who's not going to see Captain America on opening weekend anyways? Like, oh, come, so on. come on, Kyle. Why? why, why He's really you... busy watching Mulaney. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I didn't bring up Mulaney this time. Actually, he's, actually <laughs> apparently he's been really busy not watching Mulaney. Just I know. Those what am I doing? <laughs> see, I could have watched Mulaney instead of seeing Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> but, but anyway, I mean, I thought they they resolved like the Daisy thing a little. It seemed like a little too easy. Why wouldn't they have sent Lash in right away to take care of this? If, well, they if didn't he... know necessarily. Uh, they had the idea. You know, they just come up with that idea. Like maybe you can send him in after Hive and op- ultimately he can, you know, sort of fix uh, Daisy for. I don't know. It, that that was a weird thing for me is because it seemed like, you know, as Lincoln says, you know, different inhumans are created for different purposes or whatever. Yeah. And that all of a sudden, like, it becomes like his purpose was, uh, you know, to help Daisy, which does at least fit in with back in the day why he didn't kill Daisy when he killed everybody else, you know, in that transport. I, I, I thought it was uh, sweet, though, like the way that he took the hive whatever out of her and he was like now you're free i thought that was like kind of sweet whatever but then he's dead so what you know yeah (laughs) if he had that skill he would have been super useful just have him go do that to everyone and you're all done yeah but obviously she's important for some reason uh the other thing that bugs me about this about the the ending of the show here is this whole premonition thing where Oh, yeah. They had the premonition and they, you know, she saw these things happening uh, and then everything that she saw happened happened, but it wasn't exactly in the exact context of what you thought might have, you know, been the case. But yet it's still, those events still happened. And so she has the other premonition later of it looks like, you know, somebody dies. And, but this whole thing of like, it's predetermined, like no matter what they do, that's what it sort of feels like is there's sort of this like predeterminedness of it. Like nobody can actually do anything. And so to me, I'm just like, then why do anything? You know, like <laughs> why decide to go after, you know, or try and stop such and such if, if it's the outcome is already, you know, preordained, but then if you don't go is so is that the preordained thing <laughs> for you not to go? It's, this whole thing, I, I hope that what we find out is that uh, they're able to actually stop something from happening or change something from the premonition or the premonition, something like that. So that going forward, there's not this this whole thing of that's the thing I ended up not liking. Well, Legends of Tomorrow has been had a lot of different problems, but <laughs> their last few episodes basically put the whole team in the basic place where they they're what they've been doing was all, you know? And so I don't like this idea of that. There's no, you can't determine your own fate sort of thing. Like it's, everything's faded. Then what's the point? But I mean, are we supposed to think that Mac is the one or something happens to Mac because what's her name gave him that ghoul's cross at the end of the episode? Yeah. That's what you're supposed to think, which means it's probably not him. Right. <laughs> you know? Okay, we've eliminated one person. <laughs> you know? uh, but yeah, so that's at least the that's the first time you got some other clue as to, you know, who may be up there, uh, you know, floating around or or what's what's going on. But 
yeah. the, this whole thing around this this premonition and whether you can change things or not change things, I'm not liking it. I'm not yeah. liking that type of thing because it makes me just go, then why, you know, why go try and stop and and fight this thing if you already know that, yeah, you know, somehow, you know, and and to me that means that like even if you somehow decided not to, that somehow something would happen that would still end up that person would still end up in that same spot, you know, and so what's the point? But Daisy, like, had that thing with the last premonition. She was like, I was meant to save him. And so she was really determined to, like, change the vision. So I think that she just thinks that she can save everyone. Yeah. I'm, no I'm hoping she- that you – it's like, yeah, there's premonitions, but I'm hoping that that's, like, more of a potential. Yeah. That, like, this is a potential future. Like, things are heading in that direction. Yeah. Uh, and if you know, like – if you've seen a little bit of that, maybe you can actually do something. Because if we end up with, I don't know, we have two episodes coming up that <laughs> that if we just end up with somebody floating in and we're just like, oh, they couldn't do anything. <laughs> it ended just like the premonition. Then you're, uh, I don't know, that that kind of just. Well, they've also me. been doing that annoying promotion of somebody's going to die. Who right. is it going to yeah, be? I, I, hate I that absolutely too. hate oh, when they do that. Yeah. And it's sort of a it's sort of morbid that it, that you advertise it that way because you think more people are going to tune in to find out who dies. Like, yeah, who, yeah. Like, yes. <laughs> like we're we're all just like, yeah, the show's been all right, but oh wait, somebody's going to die. I better tune into that episode. I feel like it's going to be a smaller character, or like, I don't know, I don't know. Actually, I have no idea. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it, I, yeah I don't I don't know where they're going, but again. Tomorrow night, as we're recording this, yeah, <laughs> or the night before the first day you can listen to this, you'll know. Uh, and with that, we'll move on to the next show on the list, which is Grim, uh, season five, episode twenty, Bad Night. And is anybody else bothered by <laughs> Captain Renard and how? Like, I know that there was sort of he saw some vision, like of him ruling or whatever back in earlier seasons or whatever and now they're putting him on that path or whatever but didn't it feel like for a a bit like he was just sort of going along with this to find out more about black claw and to then ultimately and then to get his daughter because he finds out that they have that you know they can get her and then all of a sudden in this last episode it seems like he's like fully on board did anybody else find that strange like that it's like too far too quick or something yeah he seems to become like this big evil guy all like in a matter of like just like a flip of the switch like yeah like a handful of episodes and all of a sudden it, it looked like it was being played off as you know that was what i was still looking at is like it looks like he's sticking he's like going along with this because these people are you know he's the police captain and this is like a an in to find out more about them. I don't, I, I, I feel like it, it may have started out that way, but as soon as like, um, the guy who was running for mayor died and they were just like stroking his ego about him becoming mayor. And I think he just like immediately was like, yeah, this seems pretty good. I could do this. Like, I don't know. It doesn't seem like he's doing it for his daughter anymore. Like, I think he's legit with black claw now. Yeah. That's but the I, thing is, is it seemed like when they first, approached him that he was a little like i don't know totally and then and then it was like 
he decided to go along with it. And I felt at the time that it was like, okay, this is sort of an in, like I can find out more about them. And then they, and then they, you know, draw him in more with, oh, we can get your daughter. And so then I'm like, okay, he's definitely going to do what they say now to at least get, you know, see his daughter again. But then in this last episode, all of a sudden when they're basically like he and Nick are basically like facing off, like, (laughs) and it seems, it seems like if he was actually doing it for, you know, that other, for the other reason, as opposed to just being a part of it, that he wouldn't have been antagonizing Nick in that situation, that he would have, he would have like at least told Nick, I'm, I'm basically like, I'm undercover Oh, you know, totally. type of thing, but he didn't. And so it, it just seemed like all of a sudden in this episode, we've seen that like the last few episodes was him just sort of like fully embracing this whole other thing. Oh yeah. And Nick's going to kill Sean. Like, he, <laughs> like, it's like, it's all happening. I don't yeah, know. I, not- feel like, I feel like this season has been, it's been good. I really like the show, but it's been a little slow tr- leading up to like finally figuring out like Black Claw and what their end game is. So I'm excited that the last few episodes have really been moving like at a faster pace. But like that kid, Diana is like the creepiest kid ever. (laughs) You wouldn't want her babysitting. (laughs) Like, Oh my God. It's super creepy. And I think like this week she like really tries to get Sean and Adeline together, but it's super creepy. I don't know if it's even without the creepy eyes, like she's just a creepy kid. Sorry to the parents of that poor child. (laughs) I like how Adeline, like, like you can tell she's totally creeped out. Yeah. But she's keeping her composure. Oh, okay. Uh, that's not really how you hold a baby. Let me take that. Totally. <laughs> yeah, you really don't just float them around in the air just because yeah. <laughs> it's fun. Uh, but, yeah, the whole thing where all of a sudden they're holding hands and they're like, wait, what? <laughs> like, I think she's doing that. Like, she's putting, yeah. us, she's putting us together. Uh, so, yeah, that's. You know that's kind of interesting, but yeah, I don't know the 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 whole like twist there just seemed too far too fast. Like if it was, I mean they've sort of been grooming him, but it's been played off as it wasn't until this. You know you're almost at the end of the season, and all of a sudden you see that he seems to be fully on board with what's going on, partially because he's got his daughter back, and now because he's probably going to win and become mayor, and all of that stuff. And, you know, maybe is bought into the getting the no longer being in like the shadows or, you know, not being known or whatever. And so, yeah, there's uh, there's lots to come. (laughs) I know. But um, Claire Coffey did like a a Facebook Live the other day. And um, I guess they're going to explain her rapid growth, hopefully in this season finale. But she, I guess everyone was talking about, are her and Nick going to end up together? And she was like, it's looking pretty grim. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, how long have you been waiting yeah. to use that? <laughs> yeah. yeah, how long have you been holding that one back? <laughs> so any any other thoughts about, about Grimm? No, I mean, I, you know, I... I'm surprised. I mean, I love the show, but I'm still surprised that it got picked up for another season because I think I'm the only one besides you guys who are watching it. (laughs) (laughs) And I I love that show and I love, you know, Akiva over there, but I just, no one I know is watching it. (laughs) 
I think they've done a good job of like keeping things interesting and changing up the characters like this season. They like each year they seem to bring someone new into the into the fold like this season they brought Wu in even more with the with turning him into the werewolf like character mm-hmm. i like how they took their time doing that too it wasn't just like oh now suddenly you're a werewolf they sort of built right. it built it over like three or four episodes and now he's just starting to learn how to use those powers so he'll be another helpful person next season he'll probably have some other weird powers i mean but is that like um because Rosalie was saying that, you know, he was doing it and he was blacking out. That's why he didn't remember and that it might not be permanent. Is it? I, so now I'm like, is that just going to be, is Wu just now full on this uh, lycanthrope? Yeah, I don't know. They were. They said that they were going to look into maybe, you know, seeing if there was something that they could find that could possibly cure it or something. Yeah. But, uh, but at least now they have him, you know, like trying to. At least be able to, like, I mean, granted, he had to, like, destroy his place and punch <laughs> the wall a few times to to get it to, to get himself to change. But he was also able to see it and get himself to calm down and change back uh, and be able to, you know, so he didn't black out, like, in that he didn't have, like, a minute of not remembering, like, what had just happened or anything. Right. So, you know, that could be interesting going forward, uh, at least for a while. You know, maybe, you know, he's he gets control of that and is able to use it occasionally or something like that to help out. You know, it could be, could be interesting. Maybe they find a cure somewhere down the road. Maybe, uh, who knows? But uh, we've got another uh, two-hour season finale coming up on uh, Friday, so... Uh, at least this one, as of the first day that you can listen to this podcast, we still won't know yet. We'll still be looking forward to finding out what happened on the season finale, the fifth season finale of Grimm. So with that, we'll move on to the last show on our list, which is Game of Thrones, season six, episode four, Book of the Stranger, which had quite the ending. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> A very... Very reminiscent of uh, the season one finale mm-hmm. on a, a little bit uh, bigger scale, uh, although no dragons. Uh, <laughs> but but yet uh, I just like I like the whole the whole thing there where she's sort of just been like laying in wait. She just sort of been just like going along with everybody. And then they're like, hey, we're here to rescue you. And she's like, ah. I got a better idea. <laughs> I'm, you know, thanks for you guys showing up, but uh, I've been working on this thing myself. <laughs> She's very patient. Um, <laughs> but like, did she always like, I guess I didn't know if that was like a one time thing of her in the season one finale, like surviving that fire. But I guess, did she always know that she could do that? Like that was like, super fascinating and such a yeah. great scene. I guess, well, I guess like after that, she's known now and I guess it's just assumed all along just has not necessarily put herself totally in that place other than not necessarily being afraid to go right. talk to the dragons and stuff. But yeah, I mean, I almost like at times I sort of was like, is, is the dragon that flew her away, like going to show back up at some point or whatever. And it's like, yeah, that's what I was expecting. <laughs> He went to go take a nap, yeah. right? Like, yeah. how long is this nap? <laughs> it's like, I guess. And so, it's, but yeah, I like that. Uh, I I like this whole episode. It it didn't 
it was a little more focused. Yeah. On some uh, uh, on some storylines that didn't quite jump around to so many places like the previous episodes had. Yeah. Uh, and so it gave you a, a little bit bigger chunks with some of the uh, some of the major groups. I like the stuff with Sansa, you know, showing up and. Oh, that was so beautiful! That scene when they they like her and Brienne of Tarth, and they came in, and then she found uh, Jon Snow up the stairs, and they just hugged. Like that was such a a sweet moment. Like finally, all these like Stark kids have been like you know <laughs> displaced and like just like in you know being like raped and tortured and like all sorts of shit, and like they finally get together. Um, I thought that was a really great moment. But like, come on, we have to talk about. Tormund and Brienne of Tarth and they're like super like <laughs> eye staring love attraction contest going on that, like that was it, just, it, it, that talk was about love at first sight I mean, oh he was he was yeah. smitten from the get go man as soon as, they, oh. as soon as she got off her horse he was like whoa oh <laughs> but that God. that dinner scene like oh when they're just staring and eating it was such an awkward she wasn't even eating <laughs> he's just like ripping into that giant like chicken like renaissance style chicken uh leg and like someone tweeted i can't remember but i thought it was like everyone should have their own torment who looks at you like that while eating or something like that oh my god (laughs) so good yeah just just stares just stares at you while devouring a big old giant piece of meat oh my god Uh, i can't wait for something to happen Uh, yeah, that, that was good. I, you know, and then obviously the end was good with, you know, she basically burns, (laughs) burns all the leaders of that, you know, of the Dothraki and then just walks out. And as soon as she walks out, everybody is just like, oh, okay. She wasn't, you know, it's it's not just a lot of talk. It's like, yeah, she's got a long name when she introduces herself, but, you know, she's done some stuff and she's got the resume, you know, it's like, here's the, you know, here's the proof. Maybe you guys ought to, uh, you know, follow. And so now she's, you know, much the same as the, you know, sort of the original group that she was with that followed her. She now basically has like all of them basically bowing and following her now uh, to add to, you know, what she already has, even though there's been some big losses back in, back in Marine with the, uh, the ships being burnt and stuff like that. But yeah, just a lot of stuff that happened in this episode after a lot of like three minutes with this character and two minutes with this character to drop an episode where just like some stuff happened. I'm also happy that someone's finally making a plan to get rid of that high sparrow jerk and his shame woman <laughs> friend because I can't stand the, the, those two. Like it's like ridiculous that these two are able. They're they're pretty much the king and queen running everything, and people are just like scared of them. Like I don't understand why they're not why they're letting them get away with this. I'm glad that I mean, granted, Cersei's sort of like trying to trick these people into getting their army killed, but hopefully in the process they'll kill they'll kill the two of them and we won't have to see them again well i totally forgot about marjorie wait is that her name marjorie yeah um i totally forgot about her like and her brother like they hadn't shown her in weeks maybe long i mean i don't know when when, the last time we saw her i think they showed her one time so far this season yeah it it might have been the 
might have been the first episode or or something. I can't remember. There was one where the as she said in this episode, the the one the one person just reads at her, and so like she she could quote she could quote the verse or whatever because she's heard it so many times. So yeah, that but just stuff like that with like you said, Kyle. Some people making a plan, even like Jon Snow and Sansa, sort of like, hey, we need to take back Winterfell and try and get try and get what's left of our family back together and yeah but i find i find some things interesting where you have you now have sansa with john snow but john snow's sort of like i'm not a leader anymore i'm sort of you know but he's but he's almost in a spot where he's kind of deferring to his sister and then you have the one sister you know theon's sister where he's like you know i i want i think you should be the uh, the leader uh, then you have uh, Daenerys. A lot of female leadership <laughs> taking place. Yeah, I uh, like it. <laughs> in the various in the various uh, areas that are left, that uh, is kind of uh, an interesting where this uh, season has gone so far. And even though Tommen is the king over there, it's really his mom's that's still running things sort of from behind the scenes. As much as they don't want to let her into the meetings, yeah. like... <laughs> she's going to force them. <laughs> So yeah, just just nice to see an episode where just a, a lot of forward progress for a bunch yeah. of storylines and sort of sets the, <laughs> the the pace for uh coming, you know, for for coming things. Uh Did you watch that that SNL skit from a couple weeks ago? No, I didn't see that. Yeah, oh the Jon Snow one. Yeah, <laughs> and where where they're like it was Brie Larson and Cecily Strong and and Jon Snow is like on the slab or whatever. And he's taking forever. And they're like on the sidelines, like, all right, speed it up. Like, can we get moving? This is taking forever. Um, and it's just so true. Like the, the the last few episodes have just been so slow and like not enough has happened or the story hasn't really moved along enough for me to keep going. That's why I like binging this show just because it's like, ugh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I can't. Well, it, it it is such a differently designed show where while it comes out in episodes, it's not really episodic a lot of times. Yeah. And so while you get a little bit of story here and there of some characters along the way, very seldom do you get any type of an arc of story, you know, in an episode or something. It's it, in this one at least we got well, it wasn't necessarily the you know the arc of this episode. We've got the we got we sort of got the end of like three arcs, you know, of where people are, you know, getting a new following or coming to uh, coming to terms and creating a plan to do something, you know, about the High Sparrow or whatever. There's just like people are finally doing stuff. So that'll be that'll be interesting to see. I'm interested to see next week's with the previously on. Uh, apparently, Bran takes a little trip uh, and sees uh, some of the uh, what are the you know the why am I blanking White the, Walkers? Yeah, the White Walkers, and yeah. gets uh, so maybe we'll find out even more about the the White Walkers next week. But overall, quite quite enjoying the season so far. Now that we like made some progress yeah. <laughs> yeah. that something happened totally uh, you, you kind of have to 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 go at that where it it really is almost a season long type of thing 
where it just gets broken up into weird pieces to tell the story uh, so that they can, in some cases I like it so that you don't go like three weeks and a character completely disappears and you're like, Oh wait. Oh yeah. I remember them. Uh, that type of stuff. Uh, but then the episodes where it really feels like you, you got like three minutes with like 10 different characters and then like a one sort of major story that also feels weird on the other side. Uh, so I kind of like this episode that sort of split the difference. It went, you know, it went a handful of different places, but we spent a, the vast majority of time in a couple of places. As more of these stories converge, we'll get fewer and fewer of these separate things that are going on, which should help. Yeah. <laughs> where if you get, yeah, if you get a, some of these things converge where you could have five stories an episode because there's only five different groups. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> instead of 15 different groups that you have to follow or something. So, yeah, that's uh, that's Game of Thrones. And that'll do it for the primetime segment, and we'll move on to TV recommendations, uh, to which I don't really have a recommendation this week. I'll sort of piggyback, kind of, on <laughs> Kyle's uh, recommendation, which is... Uh, Andrew Tribeca, uh, season one, uh, comes out on DVD this week, because the second season is going to be starting up, I think, in June, or maybe it's in a couple weeks. Uh, but it's a very fun show. It's uh, on TBS. It's very like Naked Gun like. Uh, it stars Rashida Jones uh, from Parks and Rec and The Office, um, and it's just a really fun cop show. That's if you've ever seen like a Naked Gun type of show, it's uh, it's in the very it's the same style of comedy, just rapid fire jokes, hit or miss, but there's always like multiple levels of jokes with visual jokes happening at the same time that they're saying something else that because they're saying it, it doesn't really map up with what you're seeing, which is adds to the humor, but it's a very fun show. Yeah. I'll, I'll give it a, a sort of recommendation in that it is very creative and it is pretty funny at times, but I felt that it was almost too much. It was like there were, that sometimes so much of their stuff, it like stepped on the other stuff. And so if you actually did find something funny, you missed the next three things. And that it was almost in the vein of a spoof of spoofs, <laughs> not just like spoof of a cop show, but a spoof of like naked gun <laughs> almost because it just like piles on even more uh, absurdity than even like, you know, police squad or Nick, you know, the naked gun movies uh, would have done. But, but on the whole, very creative and, Worth checking out. I don't and know if just, that's really a recommendation, but I'll take it. <laughs> I love the Naked Gun, the first, especially the first Naked Gun movie uh, from the Files of Police Squad, and I love those few episodes of Police Squad that we got. You know, that was such a short-lived, like way before its time uh, type of show. That most of if if you've seen the Naked Gun, a vast majority of what happens is pulled from those police squad episodes, which is why they called it from the files of police squad. But uh, I love that type of stuff. Uh, I just found this one. It was like, they just turned it up like a bit too much. Uh, and so it, it didn't quite grab me as, as much as the, you know, something like uh, naked gun did, but that's why it's uh, not quite as full a recommendation as <laughs> I just want to recommend you. You mentioned creative. Also out this week on DVD is Cop Rock, which I mentioned, <laughs> oh, which I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, and I do have a full review up. Uh, I did watch the other seven episodes, and I did really enjoy it. So I'll recommend that again as well. 
Once again, that's why Kyle can't get through those episodes of Mulaney on the DVRs. Because <laughs> only watching 11 D- episodes of Cop Rock. Because <laughs> he's watching DVDs of Cop Rock. Did you post that on Facebook? <laughs> I, it is on Facebook. <laughs> no, because I feel like, was it you that posted it? Because I just saw something about Cop Rock. Well, I think at I least can't... three or four different reviews on Facebook of Cop Rock. Because it comes out like, tomorrow. I can't be a coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Claire, what's your recommendation? Um, it was so tough. I felt like nothing was really coming out or new that I was pumped about, but All the Way premieres on Saturday night on HBO, and it um, takes place when Lyndon B. Johnson becomes president after John F. Kennedy was assassinated, and he works with Martin Luther King Jr. on the Civil Rights Act, and it's just, um, it's based on, like, a play, and Brian Cranston produces, and he plays Lyndon B. Johnson, and Anthony Mackie is Martin Luther King Jr., and Melissa Leo's in it, Bradley Whitford, like, it's actually an amazing cast, and it's it's a great – I think it was really great. And the transformation they did, whoever did makeup um, uh, for Brian Cranston, I mean he looks like a totally different person. You barely recognize him. I don't know. It's I learned a lot about history, things that I didn't know about. Um, so I definitely recommend it on a Saturday night. And then, I mean, we could talk about like Preacher, even though I haven't seen it yet, but I hear it's really good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's on Sunday on AMC. Yeah, that, that's that's coming and yeah. those that have seen it or or what have you seem to like it so yeah so i that's a recommendation yeah. from friends <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh yeah so all right that's that's our recommendations as always you can find uh, links to those recommendations as well as uh, all the news stories we talked about in the show notes uh, as well as you where you can find myself Kyle and Claire online uh, at tvtimes3.com/323 and next week, Amory and Ray will be back with me. And like I said previously, we'll probably talk a little bit about the rest of the upfront announcements coming the rest of uh, uh, this week after we record. Uh, and probably the uh, season finale of The 100, among a few other things. And uh, thank you, Kyle and Claire, for uh, joining me on episode 323. Thanks for having us. <laughs> was that a <laughs> that's a question that was a, little more, of a, that was a little more of a question there Claire <laughs> no I already said it in the beginning yeah. <laughs> all you guys uh, alright <laughs> which is now recording so Kyle say something watch Mulaney <laughs> no don't watch Mulaney uh, and Claire say something Oh, sorry. Hi. Oh, sorry, I muted my computer by accident. <laughs> all right. We are all officially recording now, so. I was like, oh, my Siri is just talking to me on its own. Sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> Good point. I should lower the volume on my iPad because it may magically just start talking. Even though it's on. Yeah, my Siri and my Alexa have just been talking to me on their own lately, so. Well, if they start they talking talk to, to each, each other, other. <laughs> <laughs> then you'll know there's a problem. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> yeah, some sort of weird battle between Apple and Amazon starts happening between your oh two devices. <laughs>